Overwatch Command, this is Site 107. Come in. Are we received? I didn't think so. Today is Friday, around hour 1830. We've made rough approximations of the date and time, but due to our present circumstance, it's impossible for us to truly know. We also can't be certain time even functions the same in here as it does on the outside. We are operating on the assumption that it does, if for no other reason than simplicity. The engineering department has established day and night cycles using the lights so we can at least simulate a normal circadian rhythm without access to the sun. This endeavor would be more effective if the engineering department would make up their minds about when night and day should be and stop switching in the middle of the night or when I'm trying to broadcast. Adjustment to the present situation has proved a bit difficult. There are a lot of unique challenges and we are still unsure if we are adequately covering everything. The office wing had a brief blackout, but maintenance and engineering worked on it and got it up and running after a few minutes. But quick repairs aside, we will have to keep a closer eye on our electrical and life support systems. The state of SCP-6320 is still shaky. The containment department has been watching it, as usual, making sure no foreign material makes it into the established radius of effect, but since the shift occurred, we haven't seen any instances of SCP-6320-1 yet. SCP-6320 has not changed physically, from what research can tell, and we aren't sure if there is a change in its secondary effect. At Dr. Klein's discretion, research is going to continue proper testing soon. Which reminds me, our site director, Dr. Carson, was killed in the breach, along with several of the department heads. The surviving department heads held a meeting to replace the leadership we lost in the shift and named Dr. Beatrix Klein as acting site director. Dr. Klein formerly served as the head of research, and from what I heard, there was a bit of dissent in opinions regarding her appointment. She has seniority, and no one here can deny what she has contributed to the Foundation, but apparently some worry about her... spontaneity. All of this is second-hand, on account of my lack of invitation to the meeting. Despite my position as head of the communication department. Dr. Shao, the liaison for the ethics committee who was visiting when the shift happened, got to go to the department head meeting. They are not a department head. Anyway. And now an update on the big spider in my office. Overwatch Command, there is a large spider in my office. It lives in the corner behind the door, and it has been there for... Huh. I don't know. I don't know how long. Well, it's brown. I don't know what kind of spider it is. I'll have to ask research, even though I keep forgetting. Moving on. Another problem we are confronting concerns our food supply. Our water recycling system is still functioning well, so... Running water is still available, but we have had to pool all the food we have to properly ration it across the site. 
Everything from our personal stores in our quarters, leftovers in the break room, anything that we'll keep, we have contributed to the kitchen staff. All level zeros have been promoted to level one, seeing as it's pretty much impossible to keep them in the dark about anomalies, now that they're inside one. For now, they and the janitorial staff are being included in the maintenance department. Fortunately, our emergency reserves are pretty extensive to account for the whole site being entirely underground. Had to plan for potential collapses, so we have about 30 five-gallon buckets of barley and oats and other things in storage. That and probably months' worth of that powder that they use to make nutrient paste. So, we reliably will not have to worry about starvation for at least a while. Barring another disaster happening to our supply. Knock on wood. The botany department has reported a plan to look into growing a renewable food source inside the greenhouse. We might be able to use some vegetable scraps from the kitchen. No news on that yet. Officer Haldi, head of security, has brought up concerns regarding the state of D-class personnel who survived the shift. There are eight of them in total, and Dr. Klein has made the decision to keep them alive, because we do need all the help we can get. And they can still assist in any future testing of 6320. It sounds like the department heads agree that we can't trust them to fill any other jobs at the moment. It's not like we can let a bunch of Nazis and mass murderers run around here. Haldi fears that the D-Class may try to exploit our site's disorganized state to mount an escape attempt. We lost a good portion of our security department, and they are a difficult group to replace. Dr. Klein assured her that management of the D-Class, as well as continued research into the skip and maintaining our life support systems, are all our number one priority. A handful of field agents were visiting the site alongside Dr. Shao, and they have agreed to assist the security department with their duties. But from what I can tell, not all of them particularly get along with each other. Especially certain agents whose names will go unspoken at this juncture as a result of several threats made to me personally using a pair of wire cutters, and my subsequent educated decision that crossing certain agents would be a big mistake. These developments in the Joint of Security and the outside field agents also happened at the department head meeting that I, head of the communication department, was not invited to. Another update. It has moved. The spider. I thought it might have been dead, but it is not. I have decided to name it Holland. Harley and Holland. Best friends forever. Morale is low, the psychology department reports. A few days ago, Dr. Lancaster, head psychologist, declared site-wide that he, Dr. Chapel, and the three interns that make up the department will take on more hours to supply additional therapy sessions to anyone who needs them. Which, so far, has been the vast majority of us. This decision, of course, does not cover the actual psychology department themselves. After all, Dr. Lancaster has expressed no small amount of worry for his own department's mental health, especially considering they had to give up their huge, enormous Red Bull cash to the food rationing pile. They can't rely on that to stay up as late as they always do. It's 
clearly taken a toll on. All of them. It was a lot of Red Bull. Like, a serious shit ton of Red Bull. At both the gentle advice of Dr. Lancaster and the... cold, terrifying demand of our head medical doctor, Dr. Gravitt, we are all spending more time in the greenhouse. Lack of the real sun means we have to get our vitamin D from the sun lamps, so visits have gone from strongly suggested to unwaveringly mandatory. Lancaster worries we're all going to get even more depressed. Dr. Gravitt worries we're all going to become... weak and feeble. Hmm. So... Uh, looks like I'm going to the greenhouse for the first time in... forever. It's not that I take it for granted, I think it was a good idea on Lancaster's part. I've just killed every plant I've ever had. It's like a curse or something. Being near nature is scientifically proven to improve people's mental health, and most of us are buried in this cave for days, so... <sighs> Something tells me Dr. Lancaster never really liked being down here. Um, it was him, he was what told me. All the time. Like, seriously, 90% of what he'd talk about at staff drinks. Poor guy. The botany department does not seem overly excited at the new reality that they'll have to be sharing their space way more than before. I never liked them. Secretive. I think they might be hoarding food that they didn't contribute to the pile. One time, one of them made fun of me because I killed this English ivy I had on my desk. Uh, but that's neither here nor there. I think they're shady. And it has nothing to do with my black thumb. Hmm. <laughs> <clears throat> I've been thinking. Well, I've been thinking about a lot of things, obviously. We're trapped in a pocket dimension for an indefinite period of time, but... I've been thinking about the skip. It... It hasn't... done... anything. Since we got here. Research says it's the same size, same shape. Still looks like a mineral deposit vein-shaped rip into outer space. They haven't tried putting anything near it that could make a dash one yet, but... You know what? I'm gonna say it. I'm... bored. I realize how tremendously ironic that is, given that I'm sealed in limbo in a scenario that can only be accurately described as, well, science fiction, but nothing has happened. Not, not really, anyway. I wanted to do something. I know that's probably asking for trouble, but hey, trouble is better than pff, waiting. It's like that part in movies where you know something bad is going to happen, but it hasn't yet, and you know that the longer you wait, the worse it's going to be when shit eventually hits the fan. <sighs> in other news... Dr. Harley, this is Dr. Klein. Are you preoccupied? Over. I'm in the middle of a record broadcast. What do you need? Over. 
research is introducing a particulate into 6320's effect radius. Can you- Wait, they are? Over. Uh, yeah, they are. Over. Uh, can I get eyes on the test? Uh, for the record. Over. Sure, I don't give a shit. Come up to the surveillance office and see if they can remote the feed to your monitor. Over. Yes. Yes. Hell yeah. <clears throat> Working on it now. Over. Surveillance, this is communications requesting eyes on 6320, cleared by Dr. Klein. Computer number 28827054. Oh, there it is. God, it's so much smaller than I remember it being. Klein, do you want me relaying the test as it happens? Over. We were originally going to have you just read off Research's report, but uh, if you're here, you might as well. Over. I would much prefer that to reading Research's reports. Yes, over. Uh, copy that, but you'll probably have to read the report afterward anyway. Over. If I have to read one of the reports, please tell them to stop writing vaguely mean things about the records department in them. R records is getting mad at me for reading them on air. Over. I've had it noted in Research's report that, as former head of research, the records department can eat my shorts. Over. Requesting permission to expunge the previous statement from the record. Over. Permission denied. Over. <sighs> okay, this is a live test report, informal structure. Formal information will be reflected in the recording following this initial broadcast, as well as in the physical report turned into the records department by the research department. Dr. Klein is giving the okay hand sign from the viewing booth. D-class... I can't tell which one. Approaching SCP-6320, carrying a petri dish of sugar, I think. Head of research, Dr. Masterson, is giving instructions from the booth. D-class is about ten feet from the object. He's turned towards the booth. Probably asking something. Okay, now he's approaching it, even closer, about five feet away. D-Class is now shaking the particulate onto the ground in front of SCP-6320, probably four feet from the wall. I can't really see it now, hang on. Uh, Dr. Klein, is it doing anything? I can't see it, it's blending in with the floor. Over. Not yet, but it's been about ten seconds. Over. Roger that. How long do these usually take? Over. Uh, for that amount... Around 32 minutes. Over. Wait, like, specifically 32? Over. It's, uh, it's, it's always 32. Over. Minutes? There's always 32 something. Uh, minutes, seconds, hours, days a couple times, uh, before we'd have a fully created instance. Over. So is that how long we have to wait? Over. I don't know, probably. If it does anything at all. I'd let it do something. So, in the meantime, stand by. Over. Roger that. Over. <sighs> So, now we wait. Oh, shit. I forgot my computer still has Minesweeper. Dr. Harley, we have developments in the test. Do you copy? Over. Dr. Harley, do you copy? Over. Yo, Harley! Object is doing the thing! Over! What? It's doing it! Look! Oh! Con <clears throat> continuing test results. It looks like they've put a floodlight on it, maybe so I can see it better. I can see it now. The foreign particulate has shifted into a small copy of SCP-6320's shape. It, it looks almost like a complete Dash 1 now. I can't see any individual pieces moving, but Dr. Klein has pressed herself against the glass in the viewing booth and is... 
watching below while grinning and nodding her head repeatedly, so that probably means it's moving? I... I don't know if it's been exactly 32 minutes, but judging by the expressions of the research department in the booth, I think that... Dr. Klein, I've lost the feed. What's your status? Over. Dr. Klein, please confirm your safety. Over. It's, it's cool. It's fine. Everything's cool. No one freak out. That was research. We're, uh, we're trying some new tests on the skip. Oh, also, medical to the containment chamber, please. We have a D-class who smacked his head on the floor. I think he's unconscious. Uh, oops. All right. That wasn't too bad a tremor. I don't think anybody should have been injured that severely. We'll find out eventually, I suppose. Oh, shit. My mug broke. Damn it. Uh, Harley, are you seeing this? Over. No, I lost connection. Stand by. Over. Surveillance, I lost connection to... Oh. Yeah, that one. Thanks. Alright, I'm back in. Uh, see what? Over. Look at the dash one. Over. Dr. Klein, this camera is like 50 feet away from the skip. I can't see- oh. Well, the camera's zooming in. Um, it seems surveillance is equally as curious. Stand by. Oh. This is, uh, very fucking cool. Over. I mean... This is also probably very bad news. Over. What we're seeing down there is that instead of disappearing like they usually do, this Dash 1 has turned into an actual copy of SCP-6320. Like, there's a little rift in the floor now. Looks like a... looks like space inside, but it's... maybe a foot long? A little less? Oh, the camera has zoomed back out now. It looks like it's about 7 inches long compared to the original's 8 foot height. Dr. Klein, was it 32 minutes? Over. 32 minutes and 32 seconds exactly. Over. Huh. I'd like to go on record and report that, uh, this is fucking wild. Over. Recorded. Over. Thank you for your compliance with this test, Dr. Harley. You can, uh, go back to your reporting now. Sorry about the tremor. Now, I have to go see about a little baby rift. Over and out. Over and out. Whew. <sighs> well. It did something. That's a start. I don't know what it's a start of, exactly, but it's a start of something. A new lead in our research. And, well, that's better than nothing. Also, apologies for the informality of our live reporting format of Watch Command. We have no protocol for how to do this. We're figuring it out as we go. I don't think I have anything else to report tonight. Um, supplies are alright for now. Morale is a bit low, but we have developments with the skip. And if news of that spreads as quickly as I think it will, that might boost some spirits around here. Deep down, we are people of science. Men and women of discovery. In a manner of speaking, all humans are creatures of discovery, of curiosity, of a sometimes unholy wonder. Where would we be as a species without our drive to know? That's all for now, Overwatch Command. 
This is Dr. Harley at Site 107. Over and out. And to anybody else who might be listening in, find us alive. Episode 1 was written and produced by Anna McGuire. The voice of Harley is Ian Charles. The voice of Klein is Tasha Ritter. If you like our show and want to know more, follow us on Twitter at Site107 or email us at findusalivepodcast at gmail.com. This podcast, along with all content relating to the SCP Foundation, is released under a Creative Commons Sharealike 3.0 license. Thank you for listening. <laughs>